When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Quick programming note before we get started. Uh, this was supposed to be both a podcast and a video cast, and the video portion did not record properly. So don't go looking for video because there isn't any. This is just a podcast, even though we refer to video because we thought it was actually recording properly. It wasn't. Thanks for listening. <laughs> We're talking real money. It must be time for another combo cast. It's the combo cast. It's the podcast, which is audio, and it's the vloggy video cast thing, which is video, which is another one of those wonderful opportunities for you to peer deep into the soul of Tom Cock. Oh God, there's there's a place you don't want to visit. What did what did what did somebody just say? I'm going to send you the worst place in hell, and I said, "What's that? My Instagram account?" So no, don't go there. Yeah. Yeah, or the the hanger. So for the those hanger. of you who've been listening to the podcast and you went, oh oh oh, I got to watch the video cast so I can see the hanger. You ah, are, that's you have right. Now you have now been allowed into the inner sanctum. <laughs> yeah, it's you very secretive, very quiet. Tom's well, home. The same thing holds. By the way, if you can name five of the planes behind me, I'll send you a free copy of Don's book. So let's see. One, I don't think two, you can name any three, of them. Four, you can't name. Well, five. actually, you could probably name the one right there. But. That's a. Uh, an osprey yeah look at you that's pretty good yeah, yeah. vertical and horizontal lift yeah so. yeah, yeah 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 the other ones are kind of blurry i gotta yeah. tell you the one up front i'm not sure what it is the one up uh, uh over <laughs> your microphone I, there yeah but it looks russian for some reason <laughs> okay. i don't know feeling I russian think is it right there that one yeah. right there i yeah. think that is russian yeah it's an il4 or something so look at me it felt russian yeah it felt russian so it's an illusion <laughs> it's a figment of my imagination. <laughs> You're upsetting me now, so yeah. <laughs> oh, he's so sensitive. Hi, everybody. Uh, I am in just the plain old Florida studio. You see, it kind of looks like a studio. Uh, I'm Don McDonald, and Tom Tom is in the library hangar. The, li- yeah. the Library of Congress Museum of Flight combo. There you go. Exactly. A lot of books, a lot of planes. Every once a in a pictures. while, something important there, too. Yes, okay. Fair it's enough. a museum. Welcome okay. to Tom's Museum. Which is, I'm a now member of the yeah. museum because I'm old enough to be in as an exhibit, right? But not yet yeah. mausoleum, just a museum. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, so what are we going to do today? Oh, I know. We're going to talk about money, and we're going to talk about something that comes up a lot. We talk about the media a lot. We're in the media. Yes, we are. But the popular press tends to... Echo Wall Street. They do. They like to echo Wall Street. They like to repeat their stupidity. And and this is an article I read last week from or no, it was the fifteenth. So it was this week, just two days ago. Just time yes. flies when you're getting old. Uh, it's a the headline of this article. I gosh, I just want to strangle the editors. The risk return trade off is phony. So that Pony? suggests you can you can make a lot of money and not take a lot of risk to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He goes on to say, conventional wisdom 
says there's a trade-off between risk and return. You must take the chance of big losses to make money, play it safe, and you get meager returns. But he's saying no, no. There's a hedge fund uh, out of Miami, of all places, called Universa Investments. Not universal, Universa, because they have to be cool. And these guys claim that they can beat the S&P 500 with substantially less risk by buying insurance. Now, on? Insurance on stocks. Oh, puts, I see. Puts or futures or some yep. stuff like that. You still got to move your phone farther away. I'm hearing it. Yep, there we go. Look at that. It's just amazing. Cell phones emit so much noise. I still They're just hear the incredibly same thing. noisy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and he and he says in this article, ah, this is really bothering me. Universes, this is a quote. Universes risk mitigated portfolios have over their decade plus life to date outperformed the S and P by over three percent on an annualized net basis. And then the author of the article says, I trust his numbers since Universal would be killed by the Securities and Exchange Commission if he made stuff up. And then they go on to say this performance is a direct consequence of having far less risk. What's the truth? You know, the truth in any of this is, um, and I'm surprised a journalist wouldn't say this, that you need to some sort of verification. Number well, two... A second truth would be, I'm not sure 10 years would be a long enough period of time to say that you've found financial nirvana of some kind. Well, here's uh, the deal. According to Business Insider and Bloomberg, other publications, uh, this fund last year had one quarter where they got incredibly lucky with their hedging strategy. Incredibly lucky that just every the universe happened to align perfectly for them. Uh, right around last uh, March. Sound familiar? And, and uh, in 2020. And for the quarter, that one quarter, their return for the quarter was 4,144%. This is a small hedge fund, I'm assuming. Yeah. Now, that is going to skew your returns over many, many years, even a decade. So how there did they beat the market? Well, Bloomberg says that uh, pretty much the same thing. That that, And what Bloomberg went on to say is that to use Universa's strategy, you would have to go out and spend 3.3% of your portfolio about every 15 months buying put options to cover you against the declines in the market. So if you don't get a decline in that 15-month period, you lose all of that insurance premium you paid, and you got to do it over and over again. So the risks here are a protracted upturn in the market, which is what has killed hedge funds forever. Hedge funds are always betting on the downside, neglecting a simple fact, Tom. What is that simple fact? Well, you know, the market has an upward trend. It is up um, uh, three out of four years. It's up, I think it's like 60% a month. It does have a tendency to go not every day, not every week, not every month, but most of the time it goes up. And by the way, this description, it sounds very confusing to me as a as, as somebody oh, it is. been around this for a long time. 
it's uh, it's not something that I would employ. And and so on the other side of the equation, because we just talked about the four percent rule, people are still looking for sort of a guaranteed safe return, right? That's I mean, the is, whole point of this hedge fund is that exactly. it's like I can get you a safer return than the, than the stock market with less risk, and that's what everybody wants. Everybody, I want the return of the market, none of the risk. And that's and so I had a great conversation with a podcast listener this week. Called up and said. A friend told me about you guys who listened to the podcast for a few weeks. Love what you're saying. Can I just give you some money and you can make me that safe 4%? Safe Did we ever 4%. say that? I, I must have missed that day. You probably did it on your own. I'll just blame it on you because I wasn't here or fault. something. It's, all, it's always my fault. So I thought, oh, well, let's go just take a look at the safe, low-risk investments. These are, by the way, from bankrate.com. They call them their best low-risk investments in November 2021. Number one, high-yield savings accounts. Well, I looked them up. Lending Club paying you a whopping 0.6% annualized, but you, of course, have to have a minimum $2,500 there. Alliant will pay you 0.55, minimum $100. So that doesn't sound like a very much money return. How about savings bonds? You know you can go get a nice EE savings bond right now, Don, that will yeah. pay you, it'll pay you 0.1% on the ee bonds now we have talked about the i bonds where you can I get bond. the seven seven point one but you can only i think buy ten thousand dollars worth of those so that's not really a solution and those could be adjusted inflation heads the other way they mentioned certificates of deposit a nice five-year certificate of deposit the highest one that according to bank rate is capital one that is paying one percent a year and you know i could go into the bonds if you want the vanguard total bond the yield right now is 1.8 not even completely safe there because you're down 2.2 percent year to date the vanguard short-term investment grade bond fund which we talk about year uh, for safe money kind of short term the yield there 1.6 but that's lost half a percent for one year so always back to the, and, and i by the way in my conversation with this gentleman which i really enjoyed because he's a, a smart guy and so i he sort of kept throwing me what about that what about this and so at the end of the day, I had to tell him that what I believe still, I don't care what the author of that article says or the hedge fund is, there is a trade-off between risk and return. There has been, you take some risk, you've been paid for it, not short-term, long-term, which brings me to number two, the growth side of this equation, which Eduardo Repetto mentioned in our interview again, is you have to be patient. Hey, no, the interview's tomorrow. The interview's tomorrow. You have to be patient. You have to be willing to wait for that long-term return. It doesn't come every day. It's going to come over time, has come over time. And then, again, at the end of the day, frankly, the thing for all of us to admit to ourselves today that there is no safe 4% return. There isn't. You could give the money to an insurance company. There's all kinds of risk with that as well. And a guarantee, you won't really get a guarantee of 4%. So you need to sort of put that out of your head right now. Realize we're still in a low interest rate environment, even though we've had this recent spate of inflation. Get over it. Agree to take some risk with your money if you want to make something. If you don't, you know, buy the five-year CD and make 1% if that's what you can live with. You know, in the bottom line of this article in the New York Times, uh, the 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 hedge fund manager that is quoted at the end of the article, he goes on to say that yeah, he really wouldn't give any advice to ordinary investors when it comes to doing this. Uh, and uh, oh, by the way, he also kind of retweeted, but this was a pre-Twitter thing. Peter Lynch once said that he hated diversification; he called it diversification. 
Um, and that's what this same guy uses, that it's called, you know, you diversify. It's diversifying your portfolio because you're just not doing just the good stuff. You're not doing just the smart stuff. That Only buy the stocks that go up. Don't buy the other ones. However, at the end, he says he wouldn't fault risk-averse investors from spreading their bets, say, in a typical 60-40 portfolio. Which is still work. Bottom line! Pretty well. Yeah. <sighs> so there's no free lunch. There's no safe return. Again, build your portfolio on a risk-return sort of ratio. And then you got to tune all this stuff out, including this nonsense when people say, we found financial nirvana, we can fix it. You don't have to take risk to make money. That is a lot of, well, it's a lot of something. You know what I'm talking about. Over and over and over. And I could say over for like the rest of the day and it wouldn't be enough. It has been proven time and time again that these systems work right up until they don't. And you won't know when they stop. Now we have a question. Ah, you can call good. your questions in at 855-935-TALK, or you can send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com, typing them in or speaking them in. This one comes to us, oh, from the Seattle area. All right. I have two questions. Will first, it ever stop raining? No, the answer yeah, to that no. is no. <laughs> uh, first, I have been asked uh, to oversee, oh, I've been tasked with overseeing ah. my elderly mother's finances. She has been with Edward Jones. And is in the American blank. funds. There you go. Good job. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I didn't know the plane, but I knew the uh, Ed American funds. For, yeah, for over 20 years. How do I go about replacing or transferring these to Fidelity, Schwab, or Vanguard without taking a tax hit? That's the first question. Yeah, I, I believe that uh, Schwab will custodian American funds. Yes, of course yeah. they will. So you could However, just, that would be an in-kind transfer from one custodian to another. You still own the fund. There'd be no tax consequence to that. However, yes, if you want to get your mother into better funds with lower mm -hmm. expense ratios uh, that are index products, you're going to have to do some tax planning. And eventually, paying taxes is part of what we do. All right. But um, I will say this, and no offense to your mother, who I'm sure is a delightful person. Depending on her age, might make sense you just to, to leave, leave it them in the American funds. I'd yeah. still move it out of Ed Jones because I don't really trust what they might do to her, especially if Upon something her came. passing. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, again, I'd rather see it at Schwab, a custodian that I would trust more than an Edward Jones. So, mm -hmm. so just do an in-kind transfer. And then yeah. the second question is, we'll be selling her house in the near future and we'll likely be netting about $900,000. We want to park the money somewhere for her immediate care. Park. I love that word. Park the money. Park the money. You can park the car, but you can't Any park the money. suggestions? Thanks oh. for your thoughts. And and the implied message oh. there, because it's there, it's for her care. Oh. We want it safe. How about the nice five-year CD? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. Uh, you know, uh, high-yield savings account. Uh, Don's going to argue with me if I, bond, if I say use the Vanguard short-term investment grade bond fund. He's going to say, but it's not that risky. No, 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 no. You're not going to need nine hundred thousand for her care yeah. the first day. Okay, so there you're going to make one and a half percent. I mean, again, the other thing you could yeah. do that wouldn't bother me one bit is figure out what her cost of care is going to be. And then split that up into a ladder of higher yielding CDs. 
You could do that. Here's the other thing you could do. If you said it's 900 grand, my mom's only going to spend, for sake of argument, $60,000 a year. And my mom's however many years old. Well, I would say 100 if it's long-term care. Okay, she's gonna, 100. She's going to probably spend, so nine and, years of 100. And if you want to keep five years of that, just put it aside. And then the rest of it, you invest it in some way for the future beyond her future because it doesn't make sense to put all that in something so short-term if she's not actually going to spend it. That would be my take. Yeah, it's really time to do that thing that Tom talks about all the time. What's that? Plan. Oh, that. <laughs> build another no, plane. No, build another plane. <laughs> no, plan. You, 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 no. you need to sit down with an advisor, with an accountant, with a tax representative with an estate attorney someone and sit down and go okay what are our costs going to be are likely to be over this time and uh, then you can figure out how much money you might be able to invest at a little more risk and make a lot more money potentially. and then explain to me what you mean by park the money i always curious about what does that mean it means put it in a it. safe thing it, it means well, basically put it in the bank a safety but make more. aspect is that what it means? Or is there yeah. an aspect of time? Because you park your car. I don't know. Because I always hear that expression. Well, there's. Okay. He could have put in long term parking or short term parking, like at the airport. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure. Okay. Fair enough. I, We're looking that for long term parking. What I'm telling you is that. You're going to pay less for long term parking, but you're going to have to take the bus to the terminal. That expression is meaningless. It truly, it means that's oh. something from like 30 years ago. And well, I'm going to park some money there. I don't use that. Well, it's, it's, he did put no. the park in quotes. <laughs> if that helps. Okay, I guess. All right. Don't put it in drive. Don't put it in reverse. Leave it in park. It'd be okay. The plane offer still stands. Hey, thanks for being a part of this podcast. Tomorrow's podcast, um, ah, the Thursday tomorrow. podcast, okay. will be Tom's interview with Eduardo Repetto. Yeah, he is, who, of course. Who used the, to be a big shot with dimensional funds and is now a big shot with uh, Avantis funds. Yeah, he was the co-CEO of dimensional funds for nearly a decade, and now he is the chief investment officer of uh, Avantis. Great interview, kind of uh, covered a wide range of topics. I think you'll enjoy it. So, yeah, that's tomorrow. So you're going to get and, that tomorrow. And a return, and a return of what? Who else was on the interview? Just when you thought he was gone. Oh, oh yes. Leaf blower guy. <laughs> he he came to the, he figured out where my office was and parked yeah. himself right outside for the first part of the interview. Thank you, leaf blower guy. And, and, and I just got a visit from my wife. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. All things are important. So uh, leaf blower guy or wife, somebody's going to visit. Thanks for being there. Take care. I'm Don. That's Tom. We talk real money. Talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?